Welcome to the Practice Purchase Podcast Season 5, Episode 6, our final conversation with Scott McDonald of Dr. Demographics. We're talking specific practice statistics in this episode, rules of thumb around demographics that are helpful, rules of thumb that are not helpful, answers to questions like how many competitors should I you know, either have or not have uh, near a practice that I'm considering buying or just bought, um, thinking through things like clinical and production preferences in the dra- demographics of an area. And, um, you know, if you've liked Scott, you've resonated with him and his style, check out uh, in the show notes. You can go check out his website, drdemographics.com. Uh, got a fantastic set of resources. He's personally involved, I know, in a lot of the, maybe even all of the clients he works with, uh, and just a good guy. Uh, so with that, let's get to episode six. Scott, let's, let's shift gears to now talking about... Um, a doctor who is looking at a specific practice, maybe they've got a signed LOI. And again, folks, if you've forgotten, we're talking with Dr. A doctor, the owner of Dr. Demographic, Scott McDonald, uh, has been doing this uh, for a lot longer than I have. A tremendous uh, resource for you to reach out to. And Scott, at the end here, we'll make sure we get your, get your contact information for this. Um, I'm, I'm a doctor. I'm buying a practice. In fact, I've put an offer in and that offer has been accepted. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy this practice. I've looked at accessibility. I've looked at visibility and I'm comfortable with what I see. Maybe it's not perfect, but I'm comfortable. Um, as I'm going through my due diligence process and working on everything else that I'm working on in the buying process, you know, let's, let's assume for a minute, uh, Brian Hanks, he's got me covered on the legal, the banking, the, you know, insurance and all that stuff. Demo- talk to me about patients and demographics. What do I need to think about with that transition process with regards to psychographics, with regards to demographics? Where do you see um, folks get tripped up and, and what types of questions commonly come up? I find it ironic that so many people assume on faith that the person who's selling the practice has told them all the truth. Or they oh, yeah, we have really rich patients here. They just love coming in and they just think I'm the best or whatever. Sure, sure, they think you're the best. And their mother says good things about them on their birthday. You know, you, you can pretty rest assured. Uh, I believe that one of the things doctors have to do really, really is to crack open the uh, pay, the cases to mm. see what they've got pending. And that means active as well as passive cases. And when I say passive, I mean people who have not come into the office for a year or so. Okay. I like chart audit, work chart audit on both the active and the inactive patients. And I'm looking for, uh, yeah, I'm looking for clinical fit. I'm looking for all those things. What I hear you saying is I'm also looking to see if the patient ages and the type of work they're doing lines oh, yeah. up with what that seller and or broker told me. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you cannot simply go by and say, well, everybody fits this age because the demographic report that comes off the, the, uh, practice software is going to be entirely active, accurate. The other thing you need to know is a distribution of patients broken out by zip code. Hmm. Uh, How far people have to travel to get to an office matters a lot. Yep. Now you don't know the last two years, they may have been practicing in a different location and their statistics may be a little inflated, even though the, the, the patient base reflects the truth you got to do the the hard work of saying what part of the truth is it where are they located so easy way to do it you take a map you put a push pin down for every third or fifth patient 
depending on how, how large it is. And that way you're working out randomness in the data. Yep. When you do that, you're going to get a statistic reliable idea of where people are from. You will note, by the way, about, well, between 60 and 80% of patients are going to be highly local. Yep. It's just a truth. It's not because you're a better doctor than someone who might be further away. It's just people don't want to travel far away because they consider dentists to be all generic, meaning they're just as good one as the other. You don't buy a quart of milk by, well, it's 30 cents cheaper. You'll buy the quart of milk because it's closer how far it is from your house or where you need to buy it. I'm buying convenience. Same thing to a degree is is true of dentistry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, you're, you're using Pareto's law, the 80-20 rule, to to note that for a lot of people, convenience is a big factor in why they choose a specific dentist. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're lucky, by the way, when you get a referral from someone who is already a patient. That's why I so strongly encourage doctors to make sure they're asking their current patients for referrals. Hmm. If they're not. They're fools, okay? Because yeah. no one is going to know that you want new patients. Remember, the, the facts are they already think you're rich, and they already <laughs> think everything is going smoothly because, after all, your chair side assistant, assistant is downright gorgeous, okay? <laughs> well, not always, but they, they assume that they're intelligent and everything's going along great. Asking them for patients may freak some people out, but it merely is an indication of what patients should already know, that everybody needs referrals. And we really appreciate it when people send people just like you. Yep. So I'm doing a chart audit. I'm looking for not just clinical fit. I'm not looking for are there crowns left to do in people's mouths. I'm also looking to see, does the age profile, does the type of work match what the seller and broker have told me? And I'm sticking push pins in the maps excuse me, a map to, to get a sense of where 60, 70, 80% of the patients are. And right. I hear you implicitly saying this, but let me say it out loud, see if I've got this right. I better go drive over to that area and make sure that I look around and see, are these the type of people that I would like to treat? Um, do I, you know, and, and do I understand, do I know this neighborhood? Is that? Uh, you oh, know. absolutely right. You're right. Yeah. And And by the way, anybody who can't be bothered to do the review of charts or stand in front of the practice or actually meet patients, uh, maybe even do a patient survey, they're, well, a little naive. Right. Because yeah. I have found that not everybody is honest. I mean, you and I are. Well, we already talked about brokers, but let's keep going. Okay. So, <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, brokers. The good brokers that are listening. <laughs> um, all right. So, um Got it. Is there anything else before I buy the practice? I know that, Scott, after I buy a practice, I've got a lot of work to do with a lot of the things you're talking about in terms of, you know, advertising. And um, I love your comment about referrals and things. But before that, um, that purchase takes place, any other last bits of advice to give buyers around demographics? Well, it's liability. You Mm. know, people don't recognize just how much liability a buyer has in providing services over a long period of time to this patient base. And in that way, you've got to kind of be a little cynical and assume that the person you're buying the practice from may not have been entirely honest. Does that make sense? It does. And and part of what buyers pay me for is to be the cynical version of themselves. But I hear you also saying, hey, 
Um, don't take everything on faith. Ask questions. The Ronald Reagan trust yeah. but verify concept. Yeah. And blow the heck up out of them if they are not honest and they're hiding nuclear weapons. I yeah, know. yeah. And I, I had to do that this morning. Um, gosh, lo and behold, we thought the collections were seven, 933. Come to, come to find out when we actually asked for because we had to force the account to send it. Collections were actually only 780. And uh -oh. lo and behold, you know, okay. Well, what's the big deal the seller's saying? What's the big deal the broker's saying? And and the buyer very correctly said, well, it's a huge deal. And so anyway, Scott, uh, uh, let me liability. finish. My, That's yeah. my emphasis right here. Go ahead. Oh, huge. Yeah. Um, folks that want to engage you in your services or maybe just reach out and ask a question, will you tell us where to find you online and how to reach out? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, I have drdemographics.com. And that's doctor is spelled out, but frankly, you got the URL if you wanted the abbreviation too. Cool. Uh, writing to me at info at drdemographics.com is a great way to do it. And and one of the things I kind of want to say for the young people that are out there trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up, this is a process, not an event. And for that reason, you've got to kind of accumulate knowledge and see where the trends are taking the profession and you. There are some parts of the state that you're located in that are going to be just fantastic and other parts that are not going to be so good. So ultimately, you have to realize the chunk of real estate you're looking at may or may not be what everybody keeps saying it is. Mm -hmm. Look, I love St. Louis. What a wonderful town, St. Louis. What a pit. I don't know if you've ever been to St. Louis during the winter, but yeah, it's or the summer. The summer, Brian, St. Louis. Uh, I have people actually pay good money to go there. Sure. The same thing is true of almost any location. I kind of prefer between us to get a little bit of uh, local uh, flavor. And that's why I'll do something which is a market researcher. They told me not to do. But when I was a newspaper reporter, I did all the time. I'd go into a diner. I'd go into some place that doesn't depend upon my goodwill. I would just go in and talk to local people. And I'm very, I don't know, open about what I want and why I'm asking. Mm. I think it's amazing how often that little conversation may change your opinion, a, a pro or con, about a practice site. So when I'm working in the field, and I'm, mm. I've traveled to every state and every major city in the country, uh, one of the places that I'll always stop is a local independent diner. And then I'll ask the waitress, first of all, what kind of pie you got? And yep. second of all, is this neighborhood good or bad? Is it going mm -hmm. up or down? And I think you'll be surprised at how often people will be honest. But the local people don't have anything to, to gain by being truthful or not. Yeah. So anyway, that, that you're, is your spot on the average dentist of my buyers. And I know I fall into this trap, right? My first thought is, well, let's talk to the shine rep. Let's talk to the Patterson rep. You know, let's talk to dental people. What I hear you saying is, yeah, I mean, that's good. You should and can do that, but go talk to, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, the real people too. And cause they're going to, they're going to give you the unbiased opinion right. on that street corner or that office or Dr. Smith had this thing happen six months ago that didn't make the newspapers or whatever. Well, it used to happen that I would suggest going walk into a church that's near yeah. the site. Uh, people's religiosity has dropped significantly, so it's not as great a source as it used to be. But local retailers, I think, are very good. 
and you'd be surprised other doctors not in your profession can also be pretty good. Even their front desk person may be a good person great, to ask. Great suggestion. Perfect. All right. Scott, uh, info at drdemographics.com and uh, the website, of course, again, drdemographics.com. Scott, thank you for being part of Practice Purchase. Hey, my pleasure. <laughs> thank you again. Take care.